We're reading chapter 11 today. Firepaw returned with a chiffins gripped firmly between his teeth. He dropped it in front of Tiger Claw, who stood waiting in the hollow. You're the first one back, meowed the warrior. Yeah, but I've got loads more prey to fetch. Firepaw mewed quickly. <coughs> it, I buried it back. I know exactly what you did. Tiger Claw growled. I've been watching you. A swish of bushes announced Graypaw's return. He was carrying a small squirrel in his mouth, which he dropped beside Firepaw's defense. Yuck, he spat. Squirrels are too furry. I'll be picking hairs out of my teeth all evening. Tiger Claw paid no attention to Graypaw's grumbling. Ravenpaw's late, he observed. We'll give him a bit longer and then return to camp. But what if he's been bitten by an adder? Firepaw protested. Then it's his own fault, Tiger Claw replied coldly. There's no room for for foolishness. Fool. Okay. There's no room for fools in Thunder Clan. They waited in silence. Graypole and Firepole exchanged glances, worried about Ravenpaw. Tiger Claw sat motionless, apparently lost in his own thoughts. Firepole was the first. First descent Raven Paul's arrival. He jumped to his paws at the black cat as the black cat leaped into the clearing, looking unusual, unusually pleased with himself. Dangling from his mouth was the long diamond patterned body of an adder. Raven Paul, are you okay? Firepaw called. Hey, meowed Graypaw, rushing forward to admire Raven Paul's catch. Did you bite? Did it? Did that bite you? It was too. I was too quick for it. Raven Paul purred loudly. Then he t- caught Tiger Claw's eye and fell silent. Tiger Claw fixed all three excited apprentices with a cold stare. <coughs> Come on, he he said shortly. Let's collect the rest of your prey and get back to camp. Firepaw, Graypaw, and Ravenpaw entered the camp, strolling behind Tiger Claw. Their, impre- their impressive day's catch hung from their mouths. All through, Ravenpaw kept tripping over his dead snake as they emerged from a gorse in the camp. A group of young kids scrambled out of the, out of the nursery to watch them pass. Look, Firepaw heard one say, Apprentices, they, they're just back from hunting. He recognized the little tabby yellow thing had hissed at, at the day before. Sitting next to him was a fluffy flup. Sitting next to him was a fluffy gray kit, no more than two moons old. A tiny black kit and a small tortoiseshell stood by, beside him. Isn't that a, a isn't that the kitty pet firepaw? Squeaked the gray kit. Yeah, look at his orange fur. Mewed the black one. They say he's a good hunter. The tortoiseshell added. He looks a bit like Lionheart. Do you suppose he's as good as him? I can't wait to start my training. Mewed the tabby. I'm going to be the best warrior Thunderclan has ever seen. Firepaw lifted his chin, feeling proud at the kids. Admiring comments, he followed his two friends into the center of the clearing. An adder, Graypaw mewed again as the apprentices dropped their catch for the other cats to share. 
What should I do with it? asked Ravenpaw, sniffing the snake's long body as it lay beside the heap. Can you eat adders? asked Graypaw. Trust you to think of your stomach, Firepaw joked, butting Graypaw with his head. Well, I shouldn't want to eat it, murmured Ravenpaw. I mean, my mouth tastes pretty foul after carrying it back. Let's put it on. It on the tree stump then suggested Gray Paul so that Dispaw and Sam Paul can see when they get back. Then they each carried a piece of their fresh kill and the adder back to their den. Gray Paul carefully placed the adder on the stump, arranging it the snake so it look it can be it could be seen clearly from all sides. Then they ate. When when they had finished, they sat close together to groom one another and talk. I wonder who Blue Star will choose to go to the gathering, Firepaw meowed. It'll be a full moon tomorrow. Sandpaw and Dustpaw ha- have been twice already, replied Graypaw. Perhaps Blue Star will choose one of us this time, mewed Firepaw. After all, we've been training for almost three moons now. But Sandpaw and Dustpaw are still the eldest apprentices, Ravenpaw pointed out. Firepaw nodded, and this gathering will be an important one. It'll be the first time the clans have met since Clan disappeared. No cat, cla- no cat knows what Shadow Clan is going to say about it. Tigerclaw's low meow interrupted them. You are right, youngster. The warrior had strolled up to them un- unnoticed. By the way, Firepaw, he added smoothly, Blue Star wants to see you. Firepaw looked up, startled. Why would Blue Star want to see him? Now if you can spare the time, Tiger Claw mewed. Firepaw jumped up impatient. Oh, I can't know. I don't know what that word is. And bounded off across the clearing towards Blue Star's den. Blue Star was sitting outside her de- tail, outside her tail flicking restlessly back and forth. When she saw Firepaw, she stood up and looked steadily at him. Tigerclaw told me that that he saw you talking with a, a cat from a tulip place today. She mewed quietly, but Firepaw began. He said you you began by fighting with this cat, but ended up sharing tongues with it. That's true, Firepaw admitted, feeling his fur prickle, but he was an old friend. We grew up together, he paused and swallowed, when I was a kitty pet. Blue Star looked at him for a long moment. Do you miss your old life, Firepaw? She asked. Think carefully now. No, how can Blue Star think that? Firepaw wondered. His head was spinning. What was Blue Star trying to make him say? Do you wish to leave the clan? Of course not. Firepaw was shocked by her question. Blue Star didn't seem to hear the passion in his answer. She shook her head, looking suddenly old and tired. I won't judge you. If you leave us, Firepaw, perhaps I expect too much of you. Perhaps my judgment has been clouded by the clan's need for new warriors. Panic swept through Firepaw at the thought of leaving the clan forever. But my place is here. This is my home, he protested. I need more than that, Firepaw. I need to be able to trust you and the loyalty to Thunder Clan, especially now that it looks like Shadow Clan is planning an attack. 
We don't have room for anyone who isn't sure whether their heart lies in the past or present. Firepaw took a deep breath and chose his next words carefully. When I saw Smudge today, that's the house cat Tiger Claws saw me talking with with. I saw that what life would have been if I had stayed with the two legs. I felt happy that I had not stayed. I was proud I left. He he held Blue Star's gaze without flinching. Meeting Smudge made me certain I made the right deci- decision. I could never have been satisfied with the soft life of a kitty pet. Firepaw looked closely at him for a moment. Her eyes narrowed. Then she nodded. Very well, she said. I believe you. Firepaw dipped his head respectfully and let out a silent sigh of relief. I spoke to Yellowfang earlier, mewed Blue Star in a lighter tone. She thinks a lot of you. She's a wise old she-cat, you know, and I suspect that she she wasn't always bad-tempered. Indeed, I think that I could grow to like her. Firepaw felt an unexpected glow of pleasure at these words. Maybe in caring for Yelfing, his admiration for her had grown into affection. Despite the she cat's ill temper, whatever the reason, whatever the reason, he was glad Blue Star liked her too. But there is something about her that I don't trust. Blue Star went on quietly. She will stay with Thunderclan for now, but remain as as a prisoner. Remain as a prisoner. The queens will care for her. You must con- concentrate on your training. Firepaw nodded and waited to be dismissed, but Blue Star hadn't finished. Firepaw, although you showed a bad judgment today in t- talking to a house cat, Tiger Claw was impressed by your hunting skills. In fact, he reported that you d- all did well. I am pleased with your progress. You will come to the gathering, all three of you. Firepaw could all hardly stand still. His body tingled with excitement. The gathering. What about Sandspaw and Dustpaw? He mewed. They will remain behind and guard the camp, replied Blue Star. Now you may go. She flicked her tail to show he was dismissed and returned to her grooming. Graypaw and Ravenpaw looked stunned to see Firepaw bounding happily toward them. They had been waiting nervously for him beside the tree stump. Firepaw sat down and looked at his friends. Well, Graypaw demanded, what did she say? Tigerclaw told us you'd been sharing tongues with a kitty pet this morning, burst out Ravenpaw. Are you in trouble? No, author Blue Star wasn't pleased. Firepaw admitted ruefully. She thought I might want to leave Thunderclan. You don't, do you? asked Ravenpaw. Of course he doesn't, mewed Graypaw. Firepaw gave his fr- his gray friend an affectionate swipe. Yeah, you'd hate that. You need me to catch mice for you. All, all you can catch these days are hairy old squirrels. Graypaw dodged out of the way of Firepaw's blow and reared up on his back legs to retaliate. You'll never guess what else th- she said, Firepaw went on. He was too excited to waste time playing fighting. Graypaw immediately dropped onto all four paws. What? he asked. We're going to the ga- gathering. Gray- Graypaw let out a yell of delight and bounded up, uh, up onto the tree stump. 
one of his back paws knocked the adder flying. It hit Ravenpaw on the head and wrapped itself around his neck. Ravenpaw spat with alarm and surprise and then turned on Graypaw. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a scratchy throat. Watch it, he hissed crossly. He shook the adder to the ground. Scared am I tried to bite you? Firepaw teased. He crouched down, hissing, and inside led up to the Ravenpaw. Ravenpaw twitched his whiskers and retorted. Some snake you'd make, he leaped onto Firepaw and rolled him easily onto his back. Graypaw reached down from the tree stump and gave Ravenpaw's tail a tug. As Ravenpaw turned to thumb Graypaw with a soft forepaw, Firepaw jumped to his feet and leaped onto into both of them. Oh, leaped into them both. Sending Graypaw flying from the stump, all three cats tumbled into the dirt and tussled on the ground. Finally, they fell apart and settled themselves, panting beside the tree stump. Are Sandpaw and Dustpaw coming too? He puffed Graypaw. Nope, Re- Firepaw replied, unable to disguise the note of triumph in his voice. They'll have to stay behind and guard the camp. Oh, let, <laughs> let me tell them, begged Graypaw. I can't wait to see the looks on their face. Me neither, Firepaw agreed. I can't believe we're going to going instead of them, especially after Tigerclaw saw me with Smudge today. That was just bad luck, answered Graypaw. We all caught a load of prey in the assessment. That must be what that must be what decided it. I wonder what the gathering will be like, mewed Ravenpaw. It'll be fantastic, Graypaw replied confidently. I bet all the great warriors will be there. Claw face, stone fur but Firepaw wasn't listening anymore. Instead, he found himself thinking about Tiger Claw and Smudge. Graypaw was right. It was bad luck that the great warrior had been observing him when he met his old friend. Why couldn't he have been watching Graypaw or Ravenpaw instead? In fact, it was bad luck that Tiger Claw had sent him so near the two-leg place at all. Suddenly, a dark thought entered Firepaw's mind. Why had Tigerclaw sent him so near his old haunts? Had he had he wanted to test him? Could it be the great dark warrior didn't trust his loyalty to Thunderclan? Okay, that's the end of chapter eleven. Um, see ya.